Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, Nick Nick Norris here. Just before this episode gets started, I apologize for the delay of a day, but I lost internet for all Thanksgiving, so that was fun. Basically had to stand outside and use my 5G in the country. Um, but anyways, just wanted to say a big thank you to all of our besties out there and just a happy Thanksgiving. We guys could not do this without you. But without further ado, let's get this episode started. Happy Thanksgiving, folks, and welcome to this very festive turkey edition of Pillows and Beer. That's the podcast that I'm on. Uh, <laughs> I am here in Albany, New York for my part two uh, Thanksgiving and part two of this Thanksgiving episode of Pillows and Beer. Here with Nick Norris and Austin's running around trying to fix his equipment from Seabrook. Uh, what's up, Nick? What's going on? My my whole family's in now. We've gained some more for Thanksgiving tomorrow, which is always great. Uh, my sister's actually running around in her house red t-shirt right now, uh, making some oh, pies. Nice. So, um, well, if you want it, your own house red t-shirt, go to pillowsandbeer.com. And you can buy tickets for all our future tour dates, which is Philly, New York, and Boston. Um, and NOLA. But I don't know how many are left for NOLA, so don't hold me that. The podcast I world. had the most traditional, easy uh, Thanksgiving on Tuesday, and it was so wonderful. Um, tradition. The way you said that, I had the, a traditional Thanksgiving on Tuesday. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was fun though. We, my dad made the turkey in the oven, and we had stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, which I don't eat. Uh, but my mom forgot the corn, and then we all made her feel bad. And I convinced her that it was my favorite thing about Thanksgiving for like twenty seconds. And I was like, "I'm just kidding, mom." Um, oh, but yeah, it was just Uh-oh. the six Are of you? us. Hello, and, hello, uh, hello, hello, hello. Austin's here. Hello, party people. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome okay. to Pillows and Beer. Hello. Okay. I well, think this is the good volume. Recorded right, on my end. Well, we're officially. live, Austin. We've been live for a while, but everyone can hear Austin's uh, pre-podcast routine. Yeah, well, I want people to know because I have to talk into this and I hope that it's not too loud, you know? So you're like, hi, hello, hello. Um, one of the things that I heard when I was putting batteries into this amazing uh recording device um which is awesome by the way like my dad was like i think that we have batteries and he and he pulled me into this room and he opened this drawer there were like 248 batteries in there of every everyone has a battery drawer yeah. yes i mean and this was no different he was like um actually amazon Everyone should just go on Amazon and buy a package of batteries of each type and just keep them in your drawer. It'll make you feel no, real it's true. grown up. It's true. And and the same thing goes, by the way, for uh, iPhone chargers. Like, you know, don't just buy one cord because you need it. Buy like five, right? And then, you know, you always kind of have them, them and bricks and then like a four foot cord and a six foot cord and an eight foot like having a charger drawer switching to uh, Android chargers. So you guys are catching uh, up so we can all help Nick, you out now. Nick, you're so no, lucky. I think we they're banned different. you from our group chat. You're so lucky. <laughs> we have not banned you and your Android loving ass from our group chat. Yeah, but that's We've all got, switched. Well, now. we have a separate, we have a separate group chat. Austin, tell us about your drink that I just saw you making on Instagram. Oh, your fam family booze. Like, well, our okay. Here's what I'll say. 
Austin, you have, it's funny because I said I had a traditional Thanksgiving with my family, but I think it's more like, I don't know who's traditional or classic because to me, yours is more traditional because yours is more of like a party and like, I'm not saying booze fest in a bad way, but like you all get to go out and just be like, you know what? For the next three days, we get to do whatever we want and like drink. And ours was like, all right, everyone came over. We ate, we hung quality time, but then we went back to just like watching movies and I didn't even drink yeah. any wine that night. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess. But then I saw your video and I was like, hell yeah, you're like dumping a bottle of bullet into something with your sister. And I was like, this looks like a time. Like I loved mine, but I'm saying I would also love to be at yours. Yeah. Um, so Thanksgiving for us is just like a bunch of, I'm sure that a lot of people can, you know, commiserate on this, but it's a bunch of people who are coming together. So it's like 15 to 20 of us. And I heard you say that you don't like sweet potato casserole or sweet potato. What was uh -uh. it, Craig? Yeah. I don't like sweet potatoes. Okay. So I took it upon myself this year to make the sweet potato casserole with, you know, the marshmallows on top because we don't typically have that. Like that's not a part of our typical Thanksgiving day feast. Uh, and me and my sister were like, wait, well, what the, you know, WTF. So Katie's making a whole bunch of deviled eggs and I'm making this sweet potato thing. I'm a because big deviled know. egg fan. You're a big deviled egg fan. Yeah. Um, so big uh, deviled egg guy. Yeah, and then and then let's see, Katie and I, Craig. I mean, if you remember, or, or I don't know if you do remember, you might not have been inside when we were doing this because you were in charge of the freaking bird, for God's sakes. But when I did my Friendsgiving episode, uh, and you were in charge of frying the turkey, which we are doing one this year, um, it uh, it it's okay. I was inside with my sister, and I was making. Like a like a um, what we refer to as a holiday cheermeister drink, and it's gained a lot of legs since then. I mean, every Thanksgiving, like my DMs are just blowing up. Like, what's the recipe? What's the recipe? What's the recipe? So then Katie and I drop that video um, for okay, people. Okay, tell who us what it is again. It. I know people last year listening would know, but like, yeah. first tell us what it tastes like, and then tell us okay. what's in it. It tastes like holiday cheer, Everyone. Craig. Let's it tastes cheers. like fall. I actually don't have a drink. Damn it. My dad's drinking that same beer, Craig. What is no it? No way. It's, uh, oh, I it's, snuck. Oh, it's, it's the hazy one. Athletic yeah. Brewing. Yeah, My athletic. dad packed me a... I have a funny story about coolers. I will get to this beer after okay. Austin okay. talks about yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the Holiday Cheermeister drink, uh, in my opinion, it tastes like... It tastes like fall... Thanksgiving transitioning into Christmas. So it does not okay. have that like Christmassy taste to it yet, right? There's no like like spruce or like mint taste in there. Balser. Um, and what it is Burr. is that it's basically Prosecco um, and bourbon. And then it's like cran, cran juice uh, and cranberries, but it's parts, right? So, you ever squeeze a lemon in it? Um, that's that's a personal preference. There, it's a personal I, preference. I feel right? like I feel like it would go great with a squeeze of lemon, lemon wedge. Austin, I think that was a great description of. I'm trying to. What turn is that this noise? Down. Okay, fall so to Thanksgiving because I. 
It's a half cup bourbon, one cup pomegranate juice, zest of orange. So, you know, you so zest there is orange. some citrus. Yeah. Uh, one half cup of fresh OJ and a bottle of Prosecco. And obviously, <clears throat> I think that we made like a triple thing, right? So, you know, it was like a cup and a half of bourbon, two bottles of Prosecco, you know, just increase your recipe as you want it. And people just love it. I mean, they hit me up like crazy for it. So that's the holiday cheermeister drink that Austin what's make. what's one times three wait what three. <laughs> you're like you're like so we made a three three times that so we used two bottles of Prosecco instead of one and I was like, well, yeah. people well, listening right now are saying the same thing okay well I said a half cup of bourbon and 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 all that I thought about was was the 1.5 cups of bourbon but it really is just like a feel it out, you know, just like, you know, keep on drinking it and keep on tasting it. And like the what we always say is that is that you can always add more, but you can't take out. So if all of a sudden we're like, oh, man, it tastes you know too much like bourbon. It's like it's not the point. The point is not you to taste, you know, the bourbon. It's just to taste like a delicious drink. And um, but yes, Craig, you're right. I guess that by that math, it should have been. No, no, no. I, I'm just kidding. I think it sounds fantastic. I love drinks like that. I'm, you know, I'm, I was on a big sangria kick, like anything that you make that like, I never loved the taste of alcohol. So I think like there has to be some bite, but I like Nick's looking at me weird. I don't love the taste of alcohol. I like alcoholic drinks. But I don't so like that. You're saying like a straight shot of vodka. You don't like the taste. Yeah, like yeah, I okay. don't like. I would. Well, yeah, like, who the hell does like a straight <laughs> shot of vodka? Well, well some like people, the Russians. Well, yeah, that's because you I live like, in the. It's because you live well, in the West Virginia enough. mountains, Nick. Okay? Yeah, you literally live where shine is made. I'm <laughs> saying like it looked like a fun drink that you could have a couple cups and feel loosey goosey yeah. and yeah. not be like this doesn't taste good. Right, 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 and it and it's very good. And the feedback that I get from it is like, these people are like, "Holy moly!" Like you, you know, the punch flew. So it's definitely so a tasty, any, tasty beverage. Any drunk aunts or uncles or cousins yet? Well, I mean, me and Katie are like the drunk aunts and uncles now because because my uh, my cousins' two little girls are like the young guns, and now. It's no longer Katie, right? So Katie is is eight and a half years younger than me. So Katie's used to being, you know, the young one. But for Thanksgiving, it's always my cousin's kids because they're like, you know, 11 and eight. So no. Okay. Uh, well, we might we might have a drunk uncle, you know, show up tomorrow. But um, yeah. Do the little kids ask what you're drinking? They're like, hey, we want some of that. Yeah. And I'm like, here you go. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break on this special Thanksgiving episode of Pills and Beer. We'll be right back after a word from our wonderful sponsors. Let's talk about microdosing. You know that just right feeling when your body and mind are really at peace? Like after a workout or a nice long shower where you're relaxed, focused, and a little energized? Being in the zone, as we say. Well, microdosing can help you get into that zone easier and stay there longer. Let's talk about microdosing. Um, let's see. For somebody like me, I like to control the intake of what I consume. So if anyone is ever to hand me anything, I mean, even if you go back to the episode where we all go to Colorado and Shep is like, here, man, eat this gummy. He's like, just eat it, eat it. 
whatever someone you know gives me, I always tend to eat half and put the other half in my pocket. And I definitely pretended to Shep that I ate the whole damn thing because I get high really fast. I like to microdose, which is just take some smaller bites. And honestly, it helps me with just lots of things. It helps me to relieve anxiety, not add to it. Because if I take too much of something, it adds to my anxiety. The point here is to relieve it, you know, and or pain and muscle tension. Uh, it improves my mood. Uh, I relax a little bit. I like to live in the moment more. It helps me to fall asleep easier. Um, and honestly, I find myself being a little more creative than I normally would be. And so microdosing just helps me in lots of areas of life. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code pillows and beer to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's awesome. Again, that's microdose.com. M-I-C-R-O. D-O-S-E.com, code pillows and beer. Microdose.com, code pillows and beer for 30% off. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer. Talk about a little bit of microdosing, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. I am in Albany. Austin is in Seabrook, South Carolina. And Nick is making moonshine and consuming moonshine in building fireplaces in I'm West like Virginia. Waiting for Nick Virginia. to go blind I'm, in I'm one of these episodes. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you are now, screaming. especially especially since you just said that you love to drink moonshine. Now, yeah, like, I like this. Thing so, is stick. Bullshit. Look. Virginia has the Franklin County. That is moonshine capital. That's well, Roanoke, like right outside Roanoke. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Christopher, like when I would visit Chris, look, if someone has a bottle of shine, like I will put it up to my mouth and nip it and be like, wow, that was a peach fun mo- feeling. Peach moonshine but like, is so good. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not drinking moonshine. No, like, I'll definitely. Sit. Nick, Nick, who it drinks like moonshine unless you want to go blind? <laughs> I'm going to call you Red Red Lightning. You know, Nick, the, the whole because... point of flavoring shine is so that it doesn't like it's that that it doesn't hurt like gasoline to the point where you're yeah, like, it's oh, like rubbing alcohol. Exactly. You got peach. You got your apple pie. Yeah, Sorry. but it doesn't actually taste like Who apple are you, pie. Nick? It yes, tastes it like Everclear. It tastes like Everclear with like it a little spice like, in you it. You haven't had real moonshine from Franklin County then, Craig, because it tastes like... I have. Like I just don't pie. remember. I just don't remember. <laughs> well, fair That's enough. the problem. Fair enough. I want you to bring me some moonshine, Nick. Yeah. That is what I want. I want Charleston. you to bring me some moonshine to our next PMB stop, and I'll drink it after the show and and i'll taste it i'm sure i could go on the bayou and find some good moonshine louisiana oh i have no doubt that you could go on the bayou and find some good shine i yeah i mean i remember the first time i ever had moonshine i was with a guy named in charleston and they were rushing me and i was i was no i was visiting the college i think chris probably shouldn't name names but they gave me a piece of the peach like a slice of peach and sean just sat there laughing and I was like, what? And I like ate one slice of peach and I was pretty fucked up. And I was like, that man that was my first moonshine experience. All right. Um, and were you a senior in high school, Craig, or were you a freshman in college? Yeah, I had just graduated. Um, okay. This was like senior week and senior year. Okay, okay, okay. I have a good one too then, right? Because because you just shared and I feel like I And I didn't I get share. like it was a positive experience, I'll add. Not all of my drinking experiences were, but that one okay. like I think it hit me fast. And I so just sat there. Mine was I was a senior in high school 
and typical senior in high school who visits college or or what's more typical is that when you're in college your freshman year and you know you're rushing you know you try to prove to all the brothers that that I've been drinking for for years and I and I know how to drink I'm a seasoned drinker and so I did this my senior year. I visited my buddy at University of Tennessee. He was rushing a fraternity, you know, so he was in his pledge gear, which for those listening, basically pledge gear in the SEC is when you wear, um, you know, khakis and like a button down, you know, that's blazer. tucked in with like a blazer. A yeah. Right. And so that's pledge gear, right? But mine at Alabama was... I had to wear um, New Balance's jeans. Some and, people never grow out of that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a tucked in, you know, polo. And yeah, no, of course. Like, it's pledge gear. So people were like, so you could spot a pledge from a mile away. So anyways, I go to University I'm of Tennessee. I'm saying that there's a lot of men that still dress like that. Like in college. Like, you're like, oh, like I have a friend and he dresses like our yeah. pledges did. But it's his yeah. outfit. Like, he like. And then you're like, get on your bows and toes. He's like, I'm a 40-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> that's why okay, we got so, kicked off campus, Craig. So like, stop screaming that to everyone. <laughs> I live off campus. So, um, I go to Tennessee and basically the way that I get into his fraternity party is that he tells all the brothers like, Hey, this is Austin. He's thinking about rushing next year, university of Tennessee. They're like, okay, hell yeah. They're like, man, ask him what, what he wants to drink. You know, we're taking like a, we're taking like a, you know, liquor run. At this point in my life, and don't ask me why, I was drinking Seagram Seven, seven, and seven. whiskey. Seven. Yeah, but not the seven part, Craig. Like just the first, you know, seven part. Like I was drinking Seagram Seven out of the bottle, like you know, little. Pulse, I wish you could right? see my face. Yeah, like you were one of the water bottle kids that just brought his own vodka or like his oh, own bottle of liquor and just. God, dude, and now when I think about it, yes, like it, it's so disgusting. That's like exactly what. It was. Ugh. Ugh. And, my whole body has chills. Yeah. It makes me kind of convulse too, and I don't feel so hot talking about it. But I, oh boy, it's so gross. Seagram 7. Oh, it was like a plastic bottle. Mine's I Bacardi. What, I don't know I what we were thinking, Bacardi. but me and, my, me and my one buddy liked to drink Seagram 7 because what we would do is that we would go to his house and we'd sit there and watch you know something or like play you know, these video games because he because like he was that friend of mine that had like the badass room you know he had an awesome room and I was like oh man I wish I had you know this room anyways so fast forward I go to Tennessee I'm drinking it I'm taking pulls you know I'm a badass like in front of you know the brothers the actives you know I'm trying to prove to them that I'm not just like a high school kid and I and I and I know how to drink and uh, I, I, I go to my buddy's dorm room. I mean, he lived in a dorm room where there's a security guard out front or, you know, sitting inside. He was like, hey, I need you to straighten up for 30 seconds. So I was like, Whoop! you know, we walk in and then I'm like a mess. You know, he like throws me in bed. I wake up in the middle of the night with puke all over me. I mean, everywhere in this room. I flip the mattress and go back to sleep and I never told him. Oh my How God. terrible. How terrible. But like, did you drink them? When did the moonshine come in? No, no, no. Okay. It, it wasn't like a moonshine story, but like you were telling a story about drinking moonshine and getting fucked up in college. Oh, you were talking I about being in to... Tennessee, everything. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, yeah. I thought this was the first time that you drank moonshine. There's no moonshine involved in this story. <laughs> 
So when's the first time you drank moonshine? I guess I really just wanted to tell that story about my first really fucked up time. Well, I I was I kind of read it that like that was your first time getting really fucked up on No. 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 It was just my moonshine. first time drinking moonshine. <laughs> I got no, excited. my my Sorry. bad one is Bacardi and I can't ever smell Bacardi anymore, but I've that's a story for another day. Okay. What about you, so, Nick? There's no moonshine. Oh, I don't story. even know. Do you I have mean, moonshine? Do I have it right now? No, I don't. But I mean, I could get it. Wouldn't be that hard. I love like opening in someone's freezer and seeing the jar. And like a lot of people don't know what it is unless right. you know. And you're oh, like, yeah. this no, motherfucker. Like, around Christmas like this motherfucker has a fucking jar of moonshine in his freezer. Like right. any liquid, and anyone that has a, an unlabeled container in their freezer and there's liquid in it, it's real moonshine. And it's. Yeah. Just it just it makes me think that you're cool. That's all. I just well, think that you're cool. It makes me think it makes me think of like back in high school. So I had friends, of course, that we go to their house. Another non moonshine story. No. OK, OK. I'm going to make this one quick because Craig and I always joke about man landing the plane. Right. So I'm going to land this plane quick because I did not land that last story's plane quick. Um, but but when kids snag liquor out of their parents you know vodka bottles and then they put water back in it and then they put it back in the freezer and the parents are like we know that you stole our liquor because the bottle is frozen now you idiot and like we obviously didn't realize that like vodka doesn't freeze and water does freeze duh so that is one thing that we were pretty convinced like that you could do and never get caught which you're like well do you think that your parents just have liquor as a collection and that they never drink the vodka like that's right um well I'm sometimes going from, yeah man well, are you kidding that's me my dad's dude story. my parents had this bottle i swear that every time that i opened it or you know opened the liquor cabinet to go in there like it was always there it was always there and i was like they're never gonna know if we drink this because they never well, drink it that was my dad he uh would always steal the bourbon bottle and the family would come over for play cards, and then one of his uncles would go. They'd ask, "Do you want ice in your drink?" He goes, "Oh no, Mikey's already watered it down enough." So, oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's that's that, really funny. No, no, no. But no, but we, seriously, um, my parents had that. a liquor cabinet, basically, you know, for guests and parties. Because my mom drinks French white, and my dad, you know, drinks beers and French white. So, my uh, that happened in my grandparents' house where. I was finally the age to drink or whatever, and they were having a Christmas party, and they have this such a cool bar downstairs, but, like, it was always just the cool bar. And so I was like, oh, let's make a drink. And we went to make a drink, and, like, the liquor was not liquor inside. And we're like, oh, I guess one of my uncles had been, like, coming down here for years, like, secretly drinking the liquor bottles, and we just never knew because no one ever What's that uncle's name, by the way? Like, let's just guess. Like, what... What is the if you proper... guess it, I'll tell you. No, no, no. But like, but like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh man, Uncle Uncle Harold again. You know, Damn it's it, like Todd. what? I'd go Todd. Todd. Uncle Doug. Todd. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Uncle man. Doug. I was just like him and Henry. Oh man, Hank. Hey, look, Hank was back in it again. Love, I love Uncle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got to take another quick break, and then I'm going to tell you about my cooler stories. There's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, 
and NFL football all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. All right, Craig, we were just talking about this while we waited for Austin. What games are we looking at for this Thanksgiving? Green Bay versus Detroit. Detroit is minus 7.5 to over and under 47. Washington versus Dallas. Dallas, minus 11, over under 48.5. San Fran versus Seattle. San Francisco, minus 6.5, over under 43.5. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PILLOWS. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Thanksgiving action to score $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code PILLOWS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas State, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. Welcome back, y'all, to this episode of Pillows and Beer, special Thanksgiving epi. I'm in Seabrook. Craig is in Albany. Albany or Albany? Albany. And <laughs> Albany. Nick is Albany. Okay. Craig's in Albany. Okay, fine. He's on his second Thanksgiving of the week, um, like a good boyfriend. And Nick is in the mountains of West Virginia filming for Austin. the new what? No, finish your sentence. I was excited. Filming for the new Hatfields and McCoys, which is a great episode. And That's yeah, either or the, the Moonshiners. The no, Moonshining no. show it's is It's two, Virginia. man. One lives in Kentucky and one lives in Right, the fair hell enough. It's on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as you're not doing the, what is it? They hunt not for truffles now, but they hunt for like some plant. Pigs. No, they hunt for, they like collect this. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, so I, I think I have to party tonight, Austin and Nick. So I'm, as Nick pointed out, I've got my um, athletic bruise because my dad packed uh, me and Paige a cooler which one day I will have to tell you about the cooler stories, but my dad always has a cooler with him. And what I didn't realize is, so like we sat down to watch a movie with my parents and my dad, or like football, and my dad, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get a drink, or Paige said it, and he's like, oh, I got my cooler right here. And so he had his cooler like next to the couch. And Paige is like, why do you have a living room cooler? And he's like, well, I've got all my drinks right here. I don't have to go anywhere. And like he doesn't drink. So he's always got his N.A. beers whenever he goes to someone's house. And I didn't realize that my mom was like mortified when my dad walks, like brings his own cooler 
to people's houses because I did it the other day and Paige is like, you are not bringing your cooler into your friend's house. And I was like, why the fuck not? It's like extra drinks. It's pretty great. And then Anna, my brother's girlfriend was like, wait, Christopher brings his cooler every single place we go. But that's because he likes his own like beers. Anyway, do you guys okay. ever take <laughs> cooler? Okay. My dad does that because the same way he only he doesn't There's... drink anymore. So he just drinks athletic brewing. Right. There's yeah. So much to unpack here. There's so much to unpack here with this story that you just said. Uh, first off, the cooler next to the couch, acceptable. Okay. It's your own house. Like you don't want to get up. You pack yourself like a little six pack. Maybe you throw like a Coke in there or like, yeah, soda he's got sodas and water. Sure. Like, yeah, sure. And like it immediately, I know that Craig doesn't watch Seinfeld, but it immediately just reminds me of the summer of George when George has his cooler in his, you know, recliner and he's like, you know, he opens it down here. It's like, you know, right on the side, it's incredible. And it always made me want to get a cooler like that. Now bringing a cooler to another person's house so you can have your own beverages. Okay. Certain scenarios. I think that if like, if Craig called me or Nick called me and said, Hey, why don't you come over today and watch some football? then sure, I could bring over you know my own little cooler. But if you're like, hey, why don't you come over for dinner and like hors d'oeuvres, I don't know if bringing your own cooler would cross <laughs> my mind. I don't know if I would deem that acceptable. Well, apparently my dad puts them in his pockets now at weddings because like weddings, they're like, you can't bring. But like, look, these are from the days it just venues just now started to carry non-alcoholic beer. Like it was very rare to find um NA beers. And so when I'm not drinking is when I have my cooler. If I'm drinking, I'm coming to drink your shit, which is kind of funny. Like, I'll just drink whatever, like, is in your house. I'm Ubering. Like, it doesn't matter. But if I'm driving, then I love having my cooler in my car because if I'm not drinking, if I don't have non-alcoholic beer, I'm probably going to end up drinking, like, like I have to have something in my hand. So I'll end up okay. drinking, like, well, like beer or water. You just basically hit the only loophole that I think like exists in this, right? Because, you know, now I feel like a butthole because I'm like, no, Craig, you don't bring, you know, your own cooler. And then you're like, yeah, but it's full of like, you know, my NA. Well, you don't want to you don't want to expect like your person to like carry them because a lot of people are like, we're not spending money on shit that doesn't have alcohol in it. Like some people are like, your beers cost more than mine. (laughs) Uh, but, But that's not the point. (laughs) <laughs> right. No, no, no. So there. so what's funny is I didn't know we had this family of like people that take their cooler everywhere. Like Christopher just brings his cooler because he likes to have ice cold beer. And he's like, and guess what happens? Everyone always ends up drinking out of my cooler because like whenever we go, like he, I guess he just did like a couple groomsmen suites and like they didn't have beer for him. Well, that's and, like, different, though. Yeah. Like but, there's okay. a thing about being prepared. And then you're right I, to walk in. Walk into someone's house with a cooler is pretty funny. Yeah, well, like, if I was going to walk into your house because you invited me over for a dinner party, I think that's a no. But if you're inviting me over for, like, a happy hour or something like that, you're like, hey, why don't you come here and get drinks with, you know, some other couples, uh, you know, prior to dinner? Then I think that you could bring... No, cooler, I suppose. it's funny that you put it in that perspective because we did just cover Sean and Morgan's and 
I used my garage fridge and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm bringing my beers, but I'll grab some like, you know, Coors Lights too in case someone wants them. And I grabbed a bottle of white wine and I did put it right in the kitchen. And I remember seeing Morgan kind of look over whose house it was. And I opened it up and I like took out a bottle of wine and put it on the counter (laughs) and like handed someone a beer. And she was probably like, Craig, we have that stuff here if you like. I don't know. Yeah, but it's... I feel like you always bring a bottle of wine, right? If you go to dinner, maybe not cooler, but I'm, I always bring a bottle of wine with me or a bottle yeah, of bourbon I mean, or something. Nick, you don't bring a cooler. Like if I ask you over to my house for dinner, yeah, with so and, yeah, yeah, I, I don't Needless have a personal. Say, cooler. I, I bring just, a bottle of wine. So, I'm giving to the host. I guess that's so. Different. My dad packed us a cooler for our drive because we drove to Albany, which I was so fucking happy that Paige agreed to do it. It's a six-hour drive. I was like, and like door to door on a plane would have been nine hours. So like, it was great. We stopped four times, which some people have a heart attack hearing that. <laughs> um, but he packed us a cooler for the drive, and you know what? It was great. We had water, sodas, but he also packed me these NA beers. And so I snuck the cooler up the back steps just now to podcast with you guys. But I like, I'm I'm gonna have a, I have a feeling that's the last non-alcoholic beer that I'm gonna have for two days. We've got some. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna be funny, but I'm, I, uh, I don't know. I've got my yeah, own personal cooler in Paige's room now. I know, but like, I just saw the bar downstairs, and it's like, you know, it's, it's. Awesome. We it, need that well, tonight, up. Craig, or no? Yes, I'm gonna be drinking tonight. That's what I'm okay. saying. I'm saying I'm gonna get like, I bet my tolerance is gonna be. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited for it though. We just played nine nine holes, me and my dad and my cousin and my uncle. And then we went to, you know, the the club watering hole afterwards, and uh, I had a couple beers, and then um, I hurried home here, and now Katie's downstairs. She's making that punch, and I'm like, okay, get me a glass of punch. Yeah, I walked in, and I said, I really want a fucking pumpkin beer, and they were like, Gary got you a ton. So he got me Christmas beers, pumpkin beer, and they've got like spiced bourbon down there is like something where I'm like, I'm not drinking bourbon, but I've got pumpkin beers and Christmas beers. Good on Gary, by the way, because you know, there's nothing better than, is it too early to drink eggnog is eggnog to you guys post Thanksgiving or can you, so I was going to, I asked that in our outline is eggnog allowed. Yes. I, I just love eggnog so much, but to me, it's a Christmas drink, but I was at someone's house in June. The real answer is the real answer is that, you have to wait 36 more hours. Friday, it's on. Friday. Is yeah, Friday's eggnog. Yeah, well, that's always. Friday, yeah, that's when, like, the radio start playing Christmas music and everything. That's. I mean. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to start I drinking. That same thought, by the way. Red wine and pumpkin beer tonight. I'm going to have a, two days of just indulgence. I mean, there's nothing better than finishing a long-ass road trip. And then, Craig, this is Okay. This is perfect example of what you're talking about. Okay, so say that you go on the road trip and you're like, okay, you know, we've been driving all day. All that I want when I get there is just some awesome beer. And like, say that you're thinking about that beer, right? And you're like, ooh, yeah, this pumpkin beer would be so awesome. You're like, but shit, Gary probably doesn't have this in his fridge. And so you get there and he's like, hey, man, you know, here's a Coors Light. And you're like, you know, thank you so much. But in the back of your mind, you're like, Ooh, that's not going to hit the way that I want the pumpkin beer to hit. Right. So then you right. bust out your own cooler, which is frosted Dude. with this pumpkin beer. And then I've all of a sudden ice cold beers. I've got ice cold beers in here for my dad where I like, so I was being kind of a pussy because athletic okay, brewing genius, has to be honest, like uh 
percent of alcohol in it and technically it's illegal to drive with it but i was about to crack one open but then it got really icy and mountainy um but then when i got home i was like oh there's a ice cold beer in here i have to tell you something embarrassing about gary i'm in Peyton's bedroom right now and i didn't realize that he went to like military like a private like military school and i uh-huh. thought it was a picture of a guy that wasn't gary and it took me so long to be like, so who's this guy that like? Oh, it's Paige. A picture of on her nightstand. It's Paige and her brother. Yes, I got jealous of a picture of her brother. Like the first time I came here. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, it is funny. Um, oh wait, okay. Well, where's the picture, man? Show me the picture. It's in her. Hold on. Well, because I just saw this picture of Paige and Gary. Holy crap! We have night. Her mom put her mom put Pringles and Rocher. How do you say the chocolate balls? Ferrero Rocher. Rocher. Ferrero. Yeah. Oh she yeah, put, yeah. She put snacks on my nightstand. Oh, I love that. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> on Austin, that note, I hold on. You hold take on. Us no, out, no, 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 no. Last thing. Last thing. Does she do? Yeah, I mean, pages. Yeah, yeah. They don't care if if you guys are in the same room, right? No, no, no. Okay. No, we did your parents care? No, like, no, our parents are just like happy to have us home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that we're healthy and like happy. My parents stopped caring once I graduated. If I brought, I think it was, I think it was, I think they'd, I don't think they want to put anything in place that would discourage us from coming home. I think they're like, if you want to come home, you can do whatever the hell you want. My parents stopped caring once I was born a man. Um, No. But with college, but with Katie, dude, they have never cared either. Like, you know, when she brought home a guy, well, not just that's always the younger sibling, yeah, like a boyfriend college. And I was always like, mom, mom, are you gonna let this happen? Are you gonna let this happen? And she was like, you know what? I'm just happy that she's home. And like, yeah. So to y'all's point, that's true. Always the younger sibling. All right. Well, wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving for us, Austin. Oh, Craig, you have to as well. But uh, besties, happy, happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for joining us today. Um, enjoy the family time and soak it all in as much as you possibly can. Um, we love you all. Craig, wish me a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to – I had to bring it up at the table. I was like, I hope everyone's enjoying this murderous holiday that we celebrate where – we just came in and stole a bunch of land from people and gave everyone diseases. And now we still, and my dad's like, but this was the day that they didn't do that. They all got along on Thanksgiving. <laughs> he said, Craig, they had fun on Thanksgiving. You're like, <laughs> and then I thought they would know. I was like kind of kidding, but they were like, you're stupid, Craig. Thanksgiving was a day of peace. And I was like, well, they only needed a day of peace because of a murderous British regime. And then Paige goes, your people were there, Craig. The Conovers have been here since the 1620s. Like they came over on the Mayflower. She said, so if you're going to yell at anyone, yell about your own family. And I said, well, that's very fair. <laughs> only, only Craig would end our Thanksgiving podcast <laughs> With a on that note. <laughs> but also happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving everyone. to everyone. Hey Paige. What's up pillows and beers listeners. I'm reality. Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.